Hey guys, before we jump in this week, we just wanted to share a quick message from our sponsors over at Podcorn. If you're like us and love podcasting and you either already have your own podcast or are thinking of starting a podcast, you're probably wondering what everyone else wonders. How in the F do you make a profit and start getting those sponsors? A common myth with podcasting is that you have to have millions and millions of downloads to get started. Well, guess what? You don't. Podcorn is a great place to start monetizing your unique show. Podcorn is a marketplace that connects podcasts and brands to all different types of sponsorship opportunities. And the best part about it is it's free. We all love free, don't we? So go ahead, head over to podcorn.com, get registered and start making that money, honey. You can also click on the link in the Girl Why Podcast show notes to sign up to Podcorn and start browsing sponsorships opportunities today. Don't forget, guys, check out www.podcorn.com to start getting your paid sponsorships today. Be like us. You got to get paid and make that money. Welcome back, bitches. This is Girl Why Podcast with your hosts, Vanessa and Terry. Your weekly podcast where no topic is off limits. Welcome back, bitches. This is Girl Why Podcast. I'm Terry. And I'm Vanessa. Happy Thursday, everybody. How are you doing, Vanessa? Girl, it's Thursday. It's almost the weekend, so zero complaints. And I'm not as toasty as you are. Yes, I am toasty like something serious. The South Florida sun kicked my ass today. I'm about to look like a fucking leather handbag, but that's (laughs) beside the point. At least I protected my face. Shout out to to Rebecca. She said always wear a hat because you don't want wrinkles on your face. I'm trying to prevent needing Botox. I'm at 28. Well, I did have Botox in my face. Just I'm kidding. dead. I'm <laughs> so dead right now. I'm trying to. Pro- but, oh shit! I did have it. That was good, yeah. Jerry. That was really good, and it was so real. Yes, <laughs> oh, shit! I did have it. But the lip flip doesn't count because that's just more of a lip plumper. It's not because I had a wrinkly ass face. Okay. So you didn't really put Botox in your actual face, face. Right. Mm-hmm. I put it in my lip. Oh yeah, that, that don't count. That's how I feel. Okay. I'm with anyway. you, girl. Team Terry. <laughs> So before we get started, guys, if you don't follow us on social media, you're missing out. And I'm not just saying that because I'm fucking biased, but our memes are lit and whatever we have going on in the world of Grow Wide Podcasts is out there. So speaking of, we made a very special announcement this week. Yay! I'm so excited. We are collaborating with the one and only David Yontif. He is the podcast host of Behind the Velvet Rope, and we're going to do a weekly spill and sip. So we worked with him in the past. David literally knows every Bravo celebrity known to man amongst others. He is like always with the shits. David is going to be by every Wednesday and spill some tea on all the trending topics behind the scenes of his many, many housewives, guests, and so much more. It's going to be lit. It really fucking is. He has literally been featured in every publication and media that you can think of. Things like Vanity Fair, People, TMZ, Page Six, OK Magazine, US Weekly, Entertainment Tonight, Marie Claire, The Wendy Williams Show, Life and Style, Access Hollywood, Perez Hilton, The Daily Mail, Bravo Daily Dish, E, The Sun, Just Jared, In Style, Watch What Happened Lives, I'm sorry, Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, Architectural Digest, and so much more. So like I said, guys, and like Terry said, this uh, Wednesday's fill and sip is going to be so lit. I literally cannot wait. I am so excited about it. So definitely make sure you guys are subscribing, listening, following, all the above. You do not want to miss this. What do we have on deck this week, my darling? How are you? What's your catch up? The people want to know what is going on in the world of Miss Terry. They do? Yeah, they do. They call me really? out. What is Terry up to? I'm like, y'all, Fuck. she living her best life out there. I'm shook. Well, yes, I do have some things to share. Oh, tell Num- us. Numero uno. Numero I got a fucking parking ticket this weekend. Where were and you? I was on Atlantic Ave. For those of you, obviously, who don't live in Delray Beach, that's where, like, the little bars are popping. That's, like, the happening area. Yeah, it was popping, and I had my friend driving me around in my Honda Civic because he drives, like, a fucking rapey van. It's, like, a work van with no windows, and I can't be seen in that because, you know, I got fans for Girl Wise, so... (laughs) I can't be seated there. I'm dead. I was 30 minutes late getting back to my car because I was oh, like, "Oh yeah, they got you." 
they got me 30 mm. fucking minutes. And the last time I got a parking ticket, I swear to God, that shit was like $20. And now the shit is 45 bucks. Well, that's because they got to tax you for the year that you haven't been partying on the Ave. And so oh, that's what you paid for all them drinks you didn't have last year on the Ave. But don't worry, don't play. Because remember when I went for your birthday like a couple years ago, I parked in this parking lot and they actually put a boot on my car which they ended up having to take off because they were wrong because I had paid for the parking. But, like, they do not play in that city. Like, my car was booted in, like, three seconds, and I was like, this can't be real life. So if you're visiting South Florida in Delray, pay your parking. Make sure you have your proof because they will come get your ass real fucking quick. What yeah, 30, 30 minutes. I couldn't even walk past, like, from the bar I was at fast enough to avoid that ticket. <laughs> Terry's, like, me. speed walking in her car. Uh-huh. All lit and shit. <laughs> And I wasn't driving. I was not driving. I did have a friend drive just to remind you. Good girl. Good girl. We don't play that game. But other than that, so, you know, I'm looking at LinkedIn. I am not at a full-time office position right now because I'm full-time girl Why podcast. And I I hope it it fucking stays that way. It will. But I'm seeing what's out there. (laughs) I'm seeing what's out there, you know, on the LinkedIn. And I see an operations position and it's remote, which mm-hmm. I like. I'm not trying to go work in someone's office and wear tight dress pants and heels. So not I was like, Rona. Mm-mm. maybe Mm-mm. I'll see what they have going on. So in this questionnaire application, they not only asked me for my sexual orientation, like whether I'm gay, straight, bisexual, asexual was listed on there. They also asked me like what my pronoun was. He, him, she, her, it, they. Is that even legal? That's what I'm wondering. And And I am no HR legal person, but to ask what, and I don't understand what your sexual orientation has to do with your capabilities of doing a job. Like if you're great, whatever, doesn't make you any better of a operations person. Like either you're good at your job or you're not. Yeah. Either I can, you know, make a bomb ass spreadsheet and do macros or Or you can't. What does that have to do with whether I'm bisexual? Like, yeah, do you like want to have to do what you do in your bedroom at nighttime or, you know, behind closed doors, as they say? I would really like to know. So if there's any HR people that are listening, is that even legal to ask? I think it's not. But again, I don't know, you know, for a fact. But that's fucking weird. And like, that's to me, it's, I look at it like they're discriminating off, off the bat, like. It's none of your business is how I feel. Correct. It is none what of I your fucking my freak freak time ain't none of your freak freak yeah. business. So if I don't have sex and I'm asexual and I don't like penis or vagina, why the fuck does my job need to know about that? But here's what gets me, Vanessa. Here's what really gets me. You sure you were like looking for like uh, an escort service type of job? <laughs> no. Because then it would make sense why they need to know this information. No, it, w- it was definitely a super corporate job. So that's why so I was very, weird. very confused. So I posted a status on the lovely Facebook about Oh, you it. fucked up. Fucked up. I told All y'all. I, I've been told y'all my feelings about Facebook. All I said was, please tell me what applying for an operations position would have anything to do with A, my sexual orientation, or B, like what my pronoun is. And I can see pronoun more than sexual orientation, but like, why does who I have sex with any of your business? That's like what I was getting at. I could see the, I agree. I could see the pronoun thing because yeah, then that's like a respect thing, you know, as to how they address you. I could, I could let that slide, but I'm with you. Like what, who I have sex with, I don't understand what that has to do with my job at all. Like, are we having sex on the job? Like what is going on here? Because that's just weird, you know? Is it like, so if somebody hits on me, they know, like, if I swing that way or not? Like, Do that's they put it on your badge? Like, when you, like, <laughs> the job, like, hi, I'm Terry, I'm in X department, and I am asexual? Like, how does that work? Because I've never heard of such a thing. I mean, besides, like, your gender, which I even know gender technically is one of those questions where you can choose to answer or not type of thing. Yeah. Um, so I'm just shook at the fact that they're asking that. Yeah, I need to know. Like, I need to know if there's, like, some HR people listening what the fuck is that? And when did this start? And is this okay? And are people getting uh, discriminated against because now they know before you've even walked in that you're of a specific sexual orientation? Like, that's insane. 
Well, it was people of the LBG, LBGTQA community that was attacking, not attacking me, but being kind of slick with me about it. And that's what surprised me because it's like, I would want to, I would want to be like, why does it matter if I'm gay, asexual, straight? And maybe that's, see, and this is a good, that's a good point you bring up. Maybe we're missing something because yeah. we're not a part of the community and we're not getting it. Maybe that's a way of making people feel more inclusive. I'm not sure, but I don't know if I want anybody asking me what my sexual or personally, I'm speaking for myself. I don't understand why that has to do with anything. So please explain it. You're an, an HR person or if Terry and I are ignorant and are missing something with the LGBTQA community, please let us know. Cause yeah, I don't get it. And I don't like my friends being discriminated against, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. And you know, it turned out, I ended up deleting it because everybody wants to it's bring it. It's not even worth split. the argument. Not yeah. even worth it. I don't want my fucking cousin up in Massachusetts arguing with some fucking girl I, I haven't talked to in 15 years. I'm about to block everybody. Follow Girl Wide Podcast because I'm going to delete you all off my Terry Hughes account. I'm going to be friends with my mama, Vanessa, and that's it because y'all on my nerves. Seriously. Keep your political shit to yourself. Keep it off my feed. Why y'all want to argue all day? Seriously, seriously, seriously. Well, I anyway. definitely need to, we need to dig a little bit more about that because that's very, very strange to me. But wait, can I tell you? Wait, do you have something to tell me? I feel like you were going to tell me something. Oh, all I was going to say is, I mean, I didn't even finish my application because I was like, what am I coming <laughs> up for? But I realized- Yeah, you said, I can't work with y'all freak nasty people over here. <laughs> yeah, why do you want to know if I suck dick or not? That's I'm how I look at you. it. I'm with you. <laughs> but I don't think I'm ready to be prepared in anything that's not fully remote because I would have had to go to their office like once a week. And I don't even think I'm prepared to do that because I went to Target yesterday. I came home. You know, I had my shirt on fucking straight up backwards the whole time I was in there. Oh, I don't even know how to dress myself anymore. That's Much bad. less put on makeup and shoes. And, and be like somewhere at a certain time. Yeah. yeah it's ugly. It's ugly. But you're not alone. You are not alone, Terry. That's all of us right now in the world. So what do so, you have to tell me, Queen? Nothing. You know what I did? I started Sex in the City from episode one. And guys, I know that the last year has been so tough. If you have nothing going on in your life and you need something that's going to give you fucking energy, Sex in the City is it. Like, I forgot how good of a show it was. And, like, just, like, the funny, like, jokes and just, like, the energy of, like, Carrie and, like, everything, like, I just wanted to just let everybody know, like, you guys should definitely be watching because it's really fucking good. And I am sad that I haven't watched it in such a long time. And it's making me feel, like, good again about life. So I wanted to share that with everybody. I think I quote Sex in the City almost every episode because they really do cover it all, girl. Let me tell mm -hmm. you what. Carrie got me in my feelings. So before I talk about my experiment, what else is going on with you? Because I have something I want to share, and I think these ladies out there will really appreciate it. Um, oh, the only other thing I had a, I wanted to ask you, are you still getting your groceries through Instacart, or are you, like, going shopping, like, back-in-the-day style? Oh, I'm back in the day styling it again, because I looked at what I was spending on food with those delivery fees, girl, and it was out of control. <laughs> okay, I understand. Yes, Instacart is a little bit more expensive, but I am still Instacarting and I plan to do it until the end of time personally. <laughs> but the only thing I'm going to say is like these sometimes these replacements that these Instacart people bring me, it's just like ridiculous. Like if I ask you for double A batteries, I probably need them for like something like my remote or my vibrator or something. So don't replace them with AAA batteries because I didn't ask you for AAA batteries. Um, or like when you ask for like five or six bananas and then they confuse it with five or six pounds of bananas. Now I have bananas like what? for the rest of my fucking life. Yeah, it's like dumb shit like that. Or like I had ordered, um, I wanted like, you know how like at Publix they give you like in the deli section little cups of ranch for your wings. You know, it's like a little 25 or 50 cent cup. So I had asked for like two of those or three of those, whatever. They didn't have that. So the lady brings me or the guy, I don't even remember, brings me like five jars of ranch dressing as a replacement. Like who needs this much ranch? Like it's just like, come on people. So I'm just putting that out there. I'm still going to use Instacart because I'm bougie that way. However, these replacements need work y'all because they be real fucked up sometimes. Just I was an in, I was an Instacart freak, but I never had any problems to that extent. Like I, I, I could show yeah. you if my kitchen wasn't far away. I would literally go grab the jars of ranch that are at the bottom of my fridge, and I don't even know what I'm going to do with them. Probably expire before I can ever use them. 
I have like five jars she brought me of ranch when all I wanted was like the little cups that are like a quarter and I probably paid like six bucks for each jar of these. Like, it's just like, I don't know. Use your brain. Like who needs what? this much ranch? What do you think? I'm bathing in it. I'm going to exfoliate in the ranch. <laughs> and I love ranch. Don't get me wrong, but good Lord. So. Mine would always, like, I would get messages and it would say, you know, I don't have this. Do you want this? That's all they have. And they, some of them would take a picture of the shelf and I'd be like. Some do do that. Sometimes I'm busy and I don't have time to look at the messages, but I expect you to use common sense. Well, people don't have that. Ugh. Moving right along. Tell us what else we got. What are we talking about this week? I don't even know. Oh. Well, we're going to get up on our hot topics, but before that. I got to pop open some champagne because I got to tell you something that I did over the weekend. Oh, shit. I even heard that champagne pop. You, you heard it twist off because it's one of those cute little mini bottles. It wasn't like a pop, pop. Yeah, I know. I might, I might have to add a special effect in for that. But, all right. So if anybody has been listening, which hopefully you guys fucking have, because I don't know <laughs> who else is. I love me some football i love fantasy i love picks against the spread it's the only thing i really have to talk about on my on the phone with my dad because now we just sit in awkward silence because it's over and it's like well fuck i mean i can't ask him who he has in fantasy i can't ask him what defensive any i can't ask him shit like, nothing in common outside of football it sounds like I, well no he goes to the beach and i'm like yeah i went to the beach did you get a sunburn no like i mean what else he's single He's like living his best life. I'm single, living my best life. So I'm like, yeah, I just sit in my house and he sits in his house. Anyway, football's over. So Sunday, I got like really depressed. I was like, I don't know what to do with myself. I miss getting pumped up and fucking screaming at the TV and the passion and the fucking sweaty, sexy men. Yes. So I started creeping, right? Like, and I'm talking like I was deep into an NFL creep. Like, I ended up on Patrick Mahomes' aunt's fucking Instagram. Oh, God. Was, his aunt. Yeah. His that, aunt. That's deep. That's deep. Yeah. And I, like, had saw his mom has, like, a clothing line coming out. And then I saw, like, her sister's fucking cousin's brothers. Basically, like, Travis Kelsey's fucking You saw the aunt. whole family tree, it sounds like. I, I, I saw everybody's family tree. And then I kept looking, and I'm like, how long have I been doing this? And I realized <laughs> went that down it, the rabbit hole. I went down the rabbit hole, but like for two hours. So then I started like looking at all the ones I was like, oh, well, he's single. He's single. He's single. Hmm. So I just started spam liking all the single fucking NFL players that I could find just to see like, I don't know if they would like, like one of my pictures or fucking follow me so we could get that girl wide podcast clout. You know what I'm saying? I'm with you, girl. We got to do what we got to do in these streets. So I kind of forgot about it. And then I looked at the two, I shared two little gifs on my story and I see like all these verified check marks and I'm like, oh my God. I made it. I made it. The thirst trap is working. I'm like, oh my God, fucking Max Crosby looked at my story. Chris Boswell, he's the Steelers kicker. Christian Wilkins, defensive tackle for the Dolphins. And you know, I love my fucking Jaguars. So I had Terry Terry Godwin, Ben Ellison, Jake Luton. I'm like, yes, they're all looking at my You made it. Terry is going to the NFL her damn self. So I'm like, yes. But then I realized what the fuck I had posted on there. (laughs) I'm dead. (laughs) And it's ruined. It is all ruined. I'm like wondering why the only like I got is from Terry Godwin. And I told you this morning, it's probably because we have the same name. And he's like, oh, look, a girl named Terry. But I checked my fucking story. And what I had posted is, number one, a blue whale's anus can stretch approximately three and a half feet, making it the second largest asshole on the planet. Dad. (laughs) Just behind those people who talk on speakerphone in public. And then number two, for the ones that stuck around after that one, because it kind of started dropping off a little bit, (laughs) it was hot girl shit sounds exhausting. I want old lady shit. Like, I want a chair to sit in the shower so I can just sit the fuck down while I bathe. And then I lost lost them all. So more. I would think so. I would think they'd be gone by then. So moral of the story, before you go spam liking NFL players to see who's single because you know it is their offseason, ladies, put something hot on your story to make sure your thirst trap works or they're just going to click on your shit and see the size of a whale's asshole or that you want to take showers sitting down because you're so fucking lazy. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I would do, Terry, th- this is not the end. There is hope here. You've gotten, hope. Their, you've gotten their attention. 
Now is where you lay down the thirst trap. Now you need to start filling your page up with your tits and your ass and half naked and then lead them to your story and put like something better than like a whale's asshole being three and a half feet wide. I mean, that is a fascinating statistic though, don't you think? It is. And it would have been great had you followed up with like maybe a picture of your own ass on the next slide or something. I don't know. With, with my own asshole? Like, no, 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 no. We're not going to be doing X-rated, okay? We're trying to make you a wife, not a hoe. But you know, a little some some. So you're getting, you're getting places. Yeah. So, uh, I tried it guys. It actually worked, uh, cause I made my profile on private. So I had to like test it out. I was like, who's going to look, who's going to look. And people it. were looking. So Chris Boswell again, hit me I up. See you. We see I you. Chris. See, I see you, Chris. I see you, Max Crosby. I'm mm. dead. I'm dead. Hey guys, so who does not want white teeth, am I right? If you're coffee drinkers like Vanessa and myself, you know the struggle with the inevitable stains that are going to come with drinking three or more cups of coffee a day. There are so many teeth whitening products on the market that it could be hard to choose, but since we started working with Smile Brilliant, we have learned a lot when it comes to choosing your teeth whitening solution. The number one product recommended by a dentist are custom-fitted trays that you get, obviously, at your dentist office, but anyone who goes to the dentist on the reg knows that those are very, very expensive. With Smile Brilliant's Lab Direct process, you can have custom-fitted teeth whitening trays at a fraction of the price without a single visit to the dentist. Using an exact model of your teeth, Smile Brilliant's lab technicians will handcraft your trays to ensure the best possible results. Simply order the system at smilebrilliant.com using your coupon code GIRLY for 30% off. You make your dental impressions at home and return them to Smile Brilliant using the prepaid envelope provided. In a matter of a week, Smile Brilliant will have your trays back in the mail. Again, that's smilebrilliant.com. Use code GIRLY at checkout for 30% off your purchase. All right, what else do we have? Are we getting into our tea of the week? Oh, yes. Let's talk about this fucking tea because there's a lot. Okay, first and foremost, did you hear about the plastic surgeon who attended video traffic court from an operating room? Oh no, but I don't want him working on me. Oh, I was going to ask you, dang, just jumping right to the end. So for those of you who don't know, there was a plastic surgeon who has now, um, the California Medical Board has actually started an investigation. His name is Dr. Scott Green, and he reported to a hearing on Zoom, which that's not the uncommon thing. A lot of hearings have gone to Zoom, obviously, because of the Rona. But he did this while he was in scrubs with a patient on the operating table. Mm-hmm. So apparently the Kirk of Court asked him if he was available for court, which he obviously agreed to because we all saw him saying, hey, yeah, I'm here. And then Mr. Judge goes, once he realizes like the scenario and what the hell's going on, he goes, um, excuse me, sir. It kind of <laughs> looks like you're in an operating room right now. Dr. Green replies with, I am, sir. I'm in an operating room right now. I'm available for trial. Go right ahead. Um, first of all, Mr. Dr. Green, I don't know who the patient was that was laying on your table, but if that was me, I'd be fucking pissed off, okay? Because you're a plastic surgeon, so we know you're charging a pretty fucking penny for whatever procedures are being done, rightfully so, they're elective procedures. However, I require, and I assume most of your patients would agree with me, your full fucking attention when you have me sliced yeah. open and you're with your right hand up with your bloodied glove talking about, I swear to tell the truth and the whole truth. How about you swear to do my body right? Okay. So long story short, the judge did not feel that this was appropriate. And he said that he didn't feel comfortable uh, for the welfare of the patients and that they would basically be rescheduling this for a later date. So as of right now, he is being investigated by the California medical board. Um, I haven't heard anything else after that. However, Terry, my question was going to be, what would you do or feel or think if you found out your plastic surgery was in the middle of a Zoom while you're cut open on his table getting whatever done? Oh, I would um, I would own his ass. So would I. I'm suing all that ass, right? Like, how but inappropriate is that? Here's my thought. This is why people can't have nice things. This is why y'all's ass has to be showing up to the fucking courthouse with the metal detectors and going in and wasting your day because you people fucking ruin it. You could have zoomed from your house, but you had to be like, oh, I'm so busy. I'm so fucking important that I have to do some dumb shit like that. Correct. And mind you, he did say, I will clarify, he did say that there was another surgeon in the room who who was also 
doing surgery while he was busy answering these questions. But it's no. so inappropriate. No, exactly. To me, it was like, it's just inappropriate. Like, inappropriate on so many levels. I say, so backstory that's not related to this, but it kind of is. Tell Do you me. remember when we would love to get jury duty? Like, I fucking love me some jury duty because I did not like where I was working. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'll sit there and watch movies all day waiting to be called. I had Woo! it for six months. Best six months of my life. Yes. So it reminds me of those people who come to the front and they say like how important their fucking job is and that they're so much more important than everyone else in the room that they don't have to do their civil duty. That's what that fucking shit reminds me of. And I was like, so what true. a fucking nerd. So like, true. I want to go to work so bad. I'm going to sit here and watch movies all day. Who's the real fucking winner? Amen, me? girl. Amen. So Dr. Green is definitely under fire right now. Um, he should. Oh, I agree. So we'll see what happens with that. But again, for any doctors listening, don't be, I mean, doctors, you guys are supposed to be smart. Like, do not go to surgery and then go on Zoom and then don't think that the world's not going to find out and we're not going to all be judging you because I'm judging you, Dr. Green. I am judging you. I'm judging. Anyway. So moving along. Lady Gaga's dogs have been returned, Terry. Everybody can breathe easy. Koji and Gustav. Woo! have been returned um thank goodness the dog walker is recovering you know the dog walker was shot in the chest this could have been like i mean it was very serious don't get me wrong but it's could have been like deadly i mean very so, serious situation how is he doing he is recovering well he is off a he was on a breathing machine or a tube whatever it looked like in some photos he is doing well recovering nicely he's expected to make a full recovery from what i've read and heard um the dogs were recovered by a random person who found them tied to a pole and then that person turned them into the lapd however this person from what i've heard has nothing to do with the actual robbery. So what I'm guessing happened is these people robbed the dog or stole the dogs. And then obviously it was all over every news outlet and they realized, oh shit, we stole Lady Gaga's dogs. Like they're going to be recognized everywhere. And so they tied them to some pole and then some random person did recognize the dogs, turned them in. They have since been reunited with Gaga's team. And the woman was also rewarded the $500,000 that Gaga initially offered for the recovery of her dog. So it's a win-win for everybody. All the dogs are reunited. The dog walker is going to survive. But this shit is like messed up. Like, I understand, I mean, I, let me rephrase. I do not understand stealing dogs. Like, do not steal dogs. It's horrible. But why do you got to shoot the people too? Like, good Lord. Like, this is like, that's bad. Like, you're about to be a thief and a murderer all in like a matter of seconds. Just saying. Something doesn't add up. What if it was the lady who's getting awarded that fucking money? What if she had something to do well, with it? Well, of course people are saying that, but I don't think that they're going to, A, be able to prove that. And I don't know. But if it is or it isn't, she's $500,000 richer either way. So either way, I'm happy for the happy ending. We love happy endings. Okay. I have a problem. You're not happy about this happy ending. The only problem that I had, and... You know how I am about my baby. I see Luna over there. I'm sure you probably hear her in the background fucking chewing on her bone. I love my baby. Mm -hmm. But the way that these people wrote these articles, they basically were like, yes, dog walker shot, dog still missing, and did not acknowledge this dude that got shot in the middle of the street at all. Like, let's make him feel like a person. Well, okay, so I understand what you're saying. But these weren't any regular dogs. These were Lady Gaga's dogs. Of course, Lady, the dogs are going to outshine the little walker guy. Uh, Come on yeah. now. I get it. Like, if I got shot. If you street. got shot and Luna was missing, we'd be like, oh, my God, Terry was shot. Oh, where's Luna? But it's different. No, I disagree. <laughs> I think that they should have at least said, like, what's the condition of the dog walker? Because I saw on Instagram, they got a lot of fucking heat. People mad it, and so did fucking E! News. Because they... Did not, they're like, oh, he got shot. And everybody was like, well, is he okay? Like, can you at least have one little tiny sentence, even if you make it in very, very small font, that yes, he is recovering well in the hospital? Like, make it size six point font. Put it at the very fucking bottom. I will like let TMZ and E! News and people and everybody know that on a go forward, when things like this happen, the poor victim in the case, the, in this case, a dog walker, Let's give him point six font line of he's going to be okay. Yeah, like, the, the, it's great that they were tied to a fucking pole when we found him. Yay! 
But like, dude, did he just bleed out on the sidewalk and die? Like people wanted to know about that part too. So like, let's give people the dignity, like well, not act like their life is worthless. He, did, he didn't put a statement out and he did explain how he was looking over while he was bleeding out, looking at the other <laughs> dog who was left behind. I forgot that dog's name. And they looked at each other's eyes and he knew that everything was going to be okay because at least this dog was going to make it. And then next thing he knew, he was in the ambulance off to recovery. <laughs> if you guys could see, could see my sunburnt face right now, like I, I can't. I just, I can't. Whatever. Moving along. I just want to tell everybody the dogs were recovered. Happy ending. Hey guys, before we jump in this week, we just wanted to share a quick message from our sponsors over at Podcorn. If you're like us and love podcasting and you either already have your own podcast or are thinking of starting a podcast, you're probably wondering what everyone else wonders. How in the F do you make a profit and start getting those sponsors? A common myth with podcasting is that you have to have millions and millions of downloads to get started. Well, guess what? You don't. Podcorn is a great place to start monetizing your unique show. Podcorn is a marketplace that connects podcasts and brands to all different types of sponsorship opportunities. And the best part about it is it's free. We all love free, don't we? So go ahead, head over to podcorn.com, get registered and start making that money, honey. You can also click on the link in the Girl Why Podcast show notes to sign up to Podcorn and start browsing sponsorships opportunities today. Don't forget, guys, check out www.podcorn.com to start getting your paid sponsorships today. Be like us. You got to get paid and make that money. What is up with Alec Baldwin and Hilaria Baldwin? Okay, so apparently they welcome baby number six, but seven. Is this a, what? No, I read it, it was seven. Oh fuck! I, I read, don't know. I read a meeting today that it was seven. It doesn't look like she carried a baby at all. I don't think she did. She had a surrogate. Why is everybody so shook about this? Like everybody's talking about that. I don't get what the big deal is. Celebrities get surrogates. Like you get a new pair of underwear for a five for twenty five sale at Victoria's Secret. I mean, I would get a surrogate too. Fuck it if you don't have You don't have Hilaria and Baldwin money to get surrogates. But look, it says in, um, I'm quoting the article from E, it says, Hilaria shocked fans on Monday, March 1st, by posting a family photo to Instagram with the caption seven. So I assume that means they had, this is number seven. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. They have a a lot of kids. That's all I know. That, yep. That like, is why I included that in this outline, Vanessa, because even if you have so many fucking nannies, God damn, y'all have a lot of kids. I mean, Holy hell. There's a photo here. There's a kid overload here. That's two, four, six. Maybe it is six. Or so. I don't know how many there is. But one of them looks like she just had it, and then there's, like, another infant. I'm so confused. Maybe they were carrying at the same time. Which is possible when you're rich and can afford a surrogate. Nothing would shock me. No. I mean, but, if I were her and I had Baldwin money, I'm not carrying the kid. Why bother? Anyway. Who's got time them. for that? They're rich. They got nannies. Good for them. So Scott Disick and Amelia Gray. What is going on with them? I am just, the reason I wanted to talk about this is because Scott Disick is getting so much fucking hate still to this day about his relationship with Amelia Gray. And people are talking. Yes, and people are talking about how miserable he looks in their photos together and how happy Kourtney Kardashian looks smiling at her new man. Well, one, I don't understand why they always have to compare the two side by side. They're two individuals that shared three children in one stated, but I don't know why one's happiness has to be compared to the others, number one. Number two, I mean... I don't know why Scott's so sad. I mean, he's got his three kids plus another one. What's the big deal? Maybe it's just a look. Maybe he's just, he's modeling. He is, uh... I actually think Scott's more sad about the Kardashians' final season because that's going to be a big paycheck cut for him. Yeah, who's going to want him to promote their club now? Yeah, I don't know. It, that's I probably what he's actually, I think you guys have it all wrong. He's probably fucking depressed about the fact that he might actually have to get out, like, go out there and get, like, a a job, you know? Like, besides going to Tao for his birthday, you know? And so I think that's probably more what we're seeing here. I really don't think he gives a shit about Amelia Gray. I think he's using her as a pastime and waiting for Courtney to be single so that he could wife her up eventually. I mean, those are his words in the 
trailer that's coming that came out so yeah keeping the tea hot i just wanted to know because i could not for the life of me understand like you know all the hateful comments comments on scott disick like i understand that his girlfriend is like super super young but like i mean it's not the first time it's happened y'all they're just in the public eye like not yeah but i think it's also because Obviously, it's his M.O. lately. First, it was Sophia. Now, it's this one. It's like they're getting younger and younger. And so, I think people are just having a hard time taking him serious, especially when he dyes his hair, like, hot pink and looks, like, kind of weird. Yeah. It's hard to take him serious when he's doing those things. And then you see him on a trailer also talking about how he wants to marry Courtney right then and there. It's all very confusing. The people are only working with what they got, Terry. I guess. I'm talking about the commenters, though, and you know they be trolling hard. I know that, but Scott asks for it sometimes. I mean, I, and I, you know me. I love me a Lord Disick, okay? But this pink hair, it threw all of It shook us all. Shook. Okay. <laughs> so, moving along. We have a little what to watch segment today because I've been getting caught up and I think that you guys want to know what's good on TV, but this kind of relates to celeb news as well because Taylor Swift made a comment and she is also getting yes. a lot of fucking heat. Yes. I, I watched this show, Jenny and Georgia. I, I started it as well. I mean, I liked it. I thought it was like super fucking like- It's cute. cute yeah. Funny and just like light, just- I don't know. I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I watched it in like fucking two days, two and a half days. I think days. it's relatable. Like, you know, your mom's young, kind of like my mom. We're like, it is and it is in the sense of it. It's a good show. Definitely check it out. But talk about the Taylor thing. Because why does Taylor think that she walks on water? And please don't come get me Swifties. But it, it gets a little bit. To, it gets to be a little bit much. Yes. So all like, that was said that I can recall, because I watched the series. It was one point, line. One line. And the daughter and the mother are getting in a fight. And... Jenny said to her mother, Georgia, like, you go through men like Taylor Swift. Correct, which is not a real lie. Yep. Yeah, sing about a lot of different men. So, like, it's kind of just a funny, like, ha-ha statement that I would have let roll off my back, personally. Like, but Taylor Swift got upset, and she said, how about we stop degrading hardworking women by defining this horseshit as funny? Well... First of all, I don't think it has, I don't, I didn't, when I, like I said, I watched as well. I didn't take it as a degrading comment. I didn't In my opinion, um, it has nothing to do with her work ethic also, in my opinion. I look at it as like my favorite Wendy Williams would say, Taylor, you're young, you're out there, you're dipping and doing it. What is wrong with that? Be proud. You're a woman who's got everything that they could ever want at her fingertips and she can run through these men like it's nobody's business girl get out there live your best life be proud so and also be happy that people are talking about about you because in my opinion whether it's negative or it's positive publicity is publicity and they're talking about you and things like that and i don't understand why you're so offended well yeah i think my favorite comment that I saw, not to like shame Taylor Swift, I like Taylor Swift, but somebody said, I can totally tell she was homeschooled growing up because she's got to get a thicker skin, man. Mm-hmm. And you kind of do, because I didn't even, I laughed at it in the scene. Like I didn't, I didn't like, ha ha ha, like fucking. It was like laughing. whatever, yeah. It was just a whatever fucking comment because you sing about your ex-boyfriend. So like, she's got to calm the fuck down. That was a lot. Yes, I think that Taylor sometimes just, yeah, she needs to take a chill pill. But yes. these Swifties are going to get us for that. So, yeah. Oh, oh well. All right. So, I, li- I like Jenny and Georgia, by the way. If you guys haven't watched it and you just want something light that you can like. It's definitely cute. Yes. I thought it was a cute show. So, Love After Lockup. Are you caught up on that? Yes, ma'am. Oh, All good. caught up. Good. I'm actually Jenny caught up on George. like everything. Dallas. We can talk about it all. Dallas. Love After, love after Lockup. Hot ass mess. Oh, good. But you and I have different opinions on it. So, you go first. Different opinions on which part? Michael and Sarah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sarah be looking so dumb, y'all. So dumb. I am so sick of her looking fucking goo goo eyed because you know that motherfucker's gonna leave in two days and not fucking call your ass back. Yes, let him be in your kids' lives, but you don't have to fuck him at the same time. Wait, did you watch Friday's episode? Does it sound like yes? Oh, yes. he gone. He gone. He gone. He gone. <laughs> 
was like, did you watch? Because he gone, y'all. He gone. He hasn't called. Yeah. Nothing. I feel bad. Okay, listen. The reason I feel bad for Sarah is because she's got that typical, like, she's trying to make that family work hell or high water. And I'm with you. Michael is not the one in the sense of he's not going to change. At least not anytime soon. I mean, I can never say never, but no time soon. And she's just hoping and hoping. Who I feel bad for the girl. I feel bad for her. I don't. Because way back when, when the show first came out, Michael was gone in jail. She got knocked up the first night. He came back. Like, come on, dude. Like, if you want a guy that's going to be there for you, or do you want a sperm donor? Because he hadn't proven himself that he could take care of the first baby, but you were fucking happy to get on your back and have a second one. Like, so don't be mad at him, because he showed us who he was the entire fucking time. True. You ain't lying. You ain't lying, girl. As much as I want to say, I can't say nothing. You ain't lying. But that is good TV, y'all. If y'all just want, like, that trashy, don't need to use your brain TV, Love After Lockup is it. Yes, and I, I can't, I can't stand, and I just, to no end, I can't stand Destiny. For one, I think that her, if she calls him a trick, I think that he might be a little bit slow. <laughs> so it's almost I think sad. You said that last week. <laughs> Yes, it's sad to look at. It's like being like somebody taking yeah, I disagree. Advantage. I don't think he's that slow. Yes, I, I do. I, I can't. He got I, prostitutes every three minutes. He ain't that slow. He knew what he was getting his ass into. And I'm sorry for any of these people, like especially these men that are double these girls' ages. They're out of prison. And what, like, what, do you, what is he really thinking he's going to get? Like, no offense. If we're going to be well, real about it, like, what did you think you were going to get? He's not out of prison, though. She is. She is. She's I understand that. That's what I'm saying is. But he's, like, twice her age, got six kids, divorced, okay? And he's getting this girl out of prison. Like, what did he think he was getting? Like, Queen Elizabeth? Uh, yeah. That, I'm just saying, there. like, what do you, like, that's my thing. Like, what exactly did you, like, of course she's uh, stealing your credit cards and all your money and taking your car and all this shit. Like, what did you expect her to do? And that's what she was in jail for. Special needs. I don't think he's got special needs. I think he knows what he's doing. His daughter says, like, he's got different, he's done this before. He gets prostitutes. He ain't that dumb. He ain't got no special needs. He might have special something, but it ain't special needs. All right. So, after this Black China, because we were just talking about some, like, some raunchy TV. What a mess. I tried to get caught up the other day, but I have to be in the mood for Black China, I have to say, because. It's a lot. It's a lot, and sometimes it just makes me angry. Like, I get fired up, and I want to go fight somebody. I'm so dead. I have to – I got to take breaks. <laughs> I'm caught up. Uh, this week's episode, uh, last Friday, was her and her mama, Tokyo, were in therapy. And this therapist was a freaking mess in itself, okay? Um, I'm not going to spoil it. If you haven't watched it, watch it, and then we'll talk about it. But this therapist had me, like – I don't know where they found this therapist at. That's all I'm going to say. Like, I just don't know where they found them at. They should probably get their money back. But another show, if you want ratchet, no-brainer TV, Black China is definitely for you. Yes. And if you don't want ratchet TV and you want an actual fucking series, Behind Her, Behind Her Eyes on Netflix was good. Mysterious, creepy vibes. I liked it. Not sure if you watched it yet. I read the preview or the info on it yeah and i'm not really into like that weird shit that i feel like it's gonna happen like it sounds like it's mysterious in a way that i don't like mysterious like it's fake mysterious and i don't like fake mysterious i was into the steamy affair part and like that part seemed interesting and then but it seems like there's like monsters are gonna come out and i'm not into that fake shit it got a little bit weird at the end but it was more so like um spirit wise but that's whatever. If you want something real, tell me your secrets. Okay, I haven't finished that. That's the one on Amazon, right? Yes. All right, guys. This one, first of all, if you're going to watch it, you need to, like, turn off everything in the house as far as, like, all your things that are going to distract you because you need to be focused. Am I right? True. Like, this is not, like, fold laundry, you know, cook dinner type of show and have it on. Like, no, you're not going to know what the fuck's going on. It's a good show, but I don't know if I like it or not. I still haven't decided. (laughs) 
I love it because it, it is like, and they haven't confirmed, I don't think I've seen it anywhere. It's definitely loosely based on the Barbie and Ken killers from up in Canada, the couple that like killed yeah. together. But like, it's got some twists and turns. And I mean, I love the actors in it. I thought it was good. So if you want a mystery, it's not like the typical Barbie and Ken killer ending. Yeah, no, it's definitely worth the watch. All right, moving on. Did you watch Atlanta? Yes. So what did you think? This is the aftermath of Bolo. It's the last night on uh, the vacation. Porsche's had it. <laughs> Wish we're ready to get her shit and go. Talk yes. to me, girl. Talk to me. Okay, so I, the episode <laughs> prior, I was, you know, like, Candy's a real bitch. Like, yes, I yes. love Candy. Like, Candy's, everybody needs a Candy on their team. Yes, so she's like, you know, on their sides but then i felt like she got out and told her man everything that was happening as it was on camera so then i was like okay, her well, man. That- she told uh dad watt her like bff assistant oh okay yeah so i was like damn you shared it anyway and then you're like stop talking about what people do on bachelorette parties but you're talking about it when you're filming so you're no better really correct okay i definitely think that everybody forgot that they were filming because everybody's talking about it like everybody with everybody literally so that was like you know, they definitely forgot the whole, like, you know, what happens at a bachelorette party. They, they, that went out the window real quick. Um, the only reason I could give Candy a tiny slide, but again, we're filming, is because Don Juan was the one who set Bolo up to begin with for her. Oh. So I kind of see, like, him getting a follow-up and it not being so strange because it's Don Juan. He's, like, her gay BFF, you know, a day one A1 assistant. He set the Bolo thing up. The car, remember I even mentioned that the car called him saying uh, it's seven in the morning, Bolo still hasn't come out. So he kind of already knew something had gone down because Bolo stayed all night long. You know what I mean? So I wasn't as like shook that she talked to Don Juan about it. But again, it it is on TV. So it's like, okay, you're still airing the dirt. And then the rest of them, they all like Cynthia's telling uh, uh, Mike everything. Uh, Drew's telling her fucking loser husband everything. Like it's like, Y'all just spilling all your beans. Yes. Um, but I did like, was it Drew that was making her man jealous with the twerking in the face? Yeah, but I don't trust her man any damn way. He a mess. So, so he deserved it. Correct. He a mess. Because I'm like. He a liar. I'm like, you trying to make him mad, girl. That's no, the well, vibe you know I got. Said, well, I still don't know what you did in Tampa. That was like yeah. a whole like, get back to you kind of thing. Kenya, just being messy Kenya, I mean kind of is what Kenya does. So whatever. Portia's annoyed with it because I'm with Portia. Portia was really the only one that like was just trying to like move on with her life. Like, yeah. And she really doesn't have any shame. I'm pretty sure, like we said, it was Portia in the room. I don't think she's even really hiding that either. Um, and like, whatever. Aren't we adults? It, that's my point. It's exactly. almost become childish. Like it was yeah. good up until all the gossip after. I would have even not minded there not be so much gossip after and shown us more of like just like the fun that they had and then like moved on because yeah, it's like now it's just becoming very high school, like, oh, so and so got dick. Oh, so and so like Yeah, and you're still talking about it. Like it's not that fucking interesting. Do people not understand that other people have sex all the time? Yeah, like, like Portia's single. At the end of the day, whether her and her baby daddy you know, are kind of talking with, technically she's single. So. If she want to sit on Bolo's face, then sit on Bolo's fucking face. I don't understand why Kenya would be so fucking mad about it. I think Kenya was mad because she wasn't on Bolo's face. I guess, because she and was doing you know, Mark and everything. Mark hasn't done her since he put the baby inside her, if he even did it that way. So it's been a while for Kenya. Oh, it's been, you saying it was turkey-basted? I don't, I don't know about this Mark Daly guy. <laughs> I mean, the whole situation's been weird since day one. I'm not even sure. I still go back to when they said if it was even a, I mean, I know she's legally married, but like if it was even real to begin with and not like a, a setup, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So I wouldn't even be surprised if Mark jizzed in the cup somewhere and it was all done at the lab or something. Who knows? Because the whole thing is weird to me. One thing for sure, she needs to get rid of that ass real quick, but yeah. that's a whole nother story. But yes, I think we're on the same page with that. These are like in their, like these women are in their late 30s, 40s. 40s and 50s. 50s. Yeah, 50 something years old. Y'all too old to be fucking talking like this. You you talk about it, yeah, <laughs> and they get over it. You talk like, about it all while you're drunk the night it's happening, and then the next day you move on, you have breakfast, and you go on about your life and whatever activities you have. 
and then you realize adults going to be adults and then not hate on somebody because I feel like she's being shamed at this point and it's just kind of like not a good look. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. But I am also like I told you, like I don't want to talk about Bolo the rest of the season. Like I hope something else yeah. exciting happens. Like it was good and all, but like I need more now, like more than just this Bolo thing. So we'll see. What else? Anything else before we wrap it up? No, I, I, I'm not sure if my on-demand is fucked up, but we have, like, I feel like I'm Bolo Toilets was the last I saw of Dallas. Since you're caught up, what do you think? The Toilets was the last episode. Um, what do I think? I do think that the, the chick bragging about the Toilets nobody cares about. She's kind of annoying, and I know she's new to this season. Brandy seems very off this season, and maybe that's also with whatever's going on with her. I know that obviously the, her mother-in-law passed. You could tell she seems very off in my opinion. Um, Uh, What else? Um, I'm going to miss her though. Like it's her last season. I liked her and Stephanie, I think are my favorite. Well, and Cam. Stephanie reminds me a lot of you actually. Why? I don't know. She said something on whatever episode when they were, it was her and Brandy. They were like in the back. Oh, it was when, um, who was talking shit? Oh, Oh, she was like, I would rather lick Travis's asshole. (laughs) <laughs> something but I don't know, she said something and I like immediately thought of you. I was like, oh, that reminds me of Terry. But I don't know. Um, I it's a good season. It's good so far. Nothing like crazy, crazy. I need Jersey to pick up some more because that's like what I live for right now. Oh, I'm sure it will. Oh, I'm- and we got to talk really quick about rumor mail is that uh, they are doing a spinoff with the housewives in a tropical. I believe it's going to be in a Mex in Mexico in a house for a week with. Uh, like some wives from each of the cities. So I think from what I've heard, and again, I don't know what's factual yet, but I know I've heard Cynthia and Kenya from Atlanta. Um, I think Ramona, Lisa Renna, maybe I might've heard. Couple names. So it'll be interesting to see all of them in one house together for a week. Uh, I would love to Teresa and- uh, Oh, yes. Uh, yes, yes. So that'll be really, and that's supposed to come out in the fall. So it's like ways away, but I would be down to see that mess. I'm going to have a watch party for that shit. That's going to be some good juicy. Well, especially because it's like, you know, they all think that they're the queens of Bravos. So. Oh, yeah. Putting them all together now. The mess. Teresa's going to walk in there and stir the pot just like she did with this season. Well, and between her and Kenya, I don't know who's going to be worse. Oh, good God. (laughs) Yeah, that's going to be messy. Well, I think that wraps us up for the week, right, girl? Yes. Well, next week is going to be so freaking exciting guys we have two episodes starting next week we have the two episodes coming out wednesday and thursday wednesday with david yontef um podcast host of behind the velvet rope spilling all the tea and then thursday our regular weekly episode so i'm really excited about that make sure you guys are following us on social media at girl white podcast everywhere facebook twitter uh instagram if you want to catch us on our website for anything, www.girlwhitepodcast.com. Did I miss anything, Terry? Oh, no. If, just, if you haven't already, go back and listen to our episode with Tyler Baltiera from Teen Mom. Yes, it was, was a, a It was a good one. And yes, it was his connection that was bad, not ours. Because <laughs> someone did ask me about that. So but bad, yes, but... it was great. It was a great interview. So like, go back and listen. He's Leave awesome. us a five-star review. Don't forget. We love you guys for listening. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Have a great rest of your week. Enjoy your weekend. Bye. Bye.